welcome to Great Data Minds podcast series. My name is Julie Burroughs. I'm one of the advisors at Great Data Minds. And today I'm happy to be here with one of the icons of data, Bill Immen. He's here as part of our series of icons that made a difference in the data world. Hi, Bill. Welcome. Thank you, Julie. A pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. You know, I haven't seen you in a while. God, we've known each other how many years? Well, don't say it. Yeah. A long time, and we'll leave it at that. So I asked Bill to join us today because I kind of get tired of going to meetings and someone says, hey, have you seen Bill Lemon lately? What's he up to? So I thought, well, heck, let's just start finding out where these great icons are. So once again, thanks for joining us today, Bill. My pleasure. All right, let's get started with a few of the questions that I have for you today. So tell us about the beginning of data warehousing. You were right there when it got started. We think of you as kind of the father of data warehousing. Take us through what happened back then. What, 25 plus years ago? Yes. Uh, I happened to be doing consulting work at three companies, uh, uh, Aetna Life and Casualty uh, in Canada. I was working with uh, 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 Shell Canada. And then on the West Coast, I was working with Pactel Cellular. Now, these three companies are very different companies, uh, but from an architectural standpoint, you could have taken their architecture and interchanged them among the companies. And I happened to be sitting uh, in a room in, in Calgary, Canada, in Shell, Canada, where the uh, words data warehouse were first spoken. And it has been a amazement to me that from that simple meeting, uh, that data warehouse as a concept has taken off. Right. So I guess I've seen you at TWI, the other great governing body, shall I say, of data warehousing. But during that time, tell us what you did after you left those and once data warehousing was coined and you were kind of known as the father of data warehousing. Well, I worked in data warehouse for uh, many years, uh, found it to be very interesting. Uh, we developed such things as uh, ETL. Uh, we developed different kinds of data warehouses. Uh, uh, and then uh, about uh, 14 years ago, uh, I grew interested in another subject, and that is the subject of, of why isn't text being used in the corporation? You see, corporations have got a mountain of text that never gets to be used, and uh, it's a very interesting question, why, and what can be done about it? So that's what I've been doing. Cool. Okay, looking back, we all sometimes have regrets on our journeys in life mm -hmm. and things happen. So what might have you done differently? I probably would not have gotten involved uh, with the venture capitalists in Silicon Valley uh, <laughs> the way that we did. Uh, that, pro Or if I did do it again, it would be uh, in a little bit more intelligent fashion. That's one thing that I would do differently. Uh, but basically, I've been very, very gratified that things have turned out the way they have turned. Great, good. But, you know, um, we were just upstairs catching up with one another, and I asked you what you're going to say to this question, and you had some great answers. So I want you to tell the audience who were the people in the industry at that time that you worked with and admired so much. Uh, it has been my privilege and fortune to work with several uh, influential people. Uh, I think the first one I ever met was a, a gentleman named Ed Jordan. Uh, Ed Jordan uh, started something called Structured uh, Programming Analysis and Design, and he had a great influence on the way that we write programs today. Uh, another person that I uh, had the honor of working with for a number of years was a, name, a gentleman named Gene Amdahl, uh, who started Amdahl Corporation. 
Uh, if it weren't for Gene Amdahl, we wouldn't have personal computers today, among other things. Uh, uh, and the, the price of computing, uh, he personally brought down uh, the, the cost of computing. Uh, another person that I only met once but was terribly impressed by her uh, was a, a lady named Grace Hopper. Uh, Grace Hopper was the uh, person that uh, started the first commercial language. She's, she was the person that first started uh, COBOL. Uh, if it weren't for Grace Hopper, we would be all programming in Assembler today. Uh, and unfortunately, those three people have passed on, but I had great admir admiration for them. There's one last person that I'm happy to report is still uh, alive and well. Uh, his name is John Zachman, uh, and he did something called the Zachman Framework, uh, which is a way of looking at uh, the way we design systems. So those are those are some of the people that uh, I've had the honor. Now I, I got to know on on a personal basis all of those people, and it's been a real privilege. That's really awesome. I enjoyed hearing those stories. You talked a little bit more about those folks upstairs, but those were great stories. Um, all right. So you told me that you got married. Okay. One of the hot commodities is off the market, <laughs> ladies, and finally moved up in South Denver. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh, yes, I live in Denver now. My, my wife, Sylvia, uh, uh, is a doctor, a retired doctor. And uh, I, I, when we go on trips, I tell people I have the luxury 99.99% of the world uh, does not have their own personal doctor traveling with them. And I, uh, I have the luxury of, of having my own doctor sitting there right beside me. But she's a wonderful person, and we live in Denver. Great. So you mentioned it a little bit. What's your passion now? What are you doing now? How are you helping people in the world of data? Well, uh, Julie, the, the interesting thing about uh, text and starting to be able to use text is it has tremendous impact on the business of the corporation. As an example, uh, one of the things that uh, can be done with text is to go out to the internet and find out what people are saying about your company, uh, their products, and their services. Uh, you'd be amazed at the number of companies that don't have any idea that out on the internet is a wealth of information about what people think about them. Uh, another thing that can be done with text that's very important in the corporation is to look at call centers, uh, that people have call centers, but they have no idea of what's taking place in the call center. And that's a real shame because there's a lot of really, really valuable conversations that occur. Another place where uh, text has a tremendous impact in the organization is in terms of corporate contracts. Uh, I've stood in front of executives and asked them, how many people in here know what's in your corporate contract? And to date, not one executive has ever stood up and say, oh, yeah, we know what's in our corporate contracts. Instead, what people say is, oh, gosh, Bill, we've got a million contracts. You can't possibly know what's in your corporate contracts. And that's simply not true, uh, that whether it's your call center or the Internet or, or, or contracts, uh, indeed, you certainly can know, and, and corporations that do know this kind of information make better decisions uh, than corporations that mindlessly just go from one day to the next. Awesome. You got the passion. You're excited about this. So this is Forest Rim? This is my new company, Forest Rim Technology. 
Okay, great. So you got a team working behind you. Awesome. We're going from your passion to what do you think the future holds in data? There's, I mean, things are being introduced by the minute, new services, new solutions. What do you well, see the future is? Okay, I look at the future as being shaped primarily by business value. And there's a lot of things we can do with data out there. But the things that are going to be the most meaningful, the things that are going to be the most successful are those that are driven by business value. Uh, that it doesn't do any good to make a wonderful technology uh, that doesn't do anything uh, to improve the lot of the business. So uh, now, mind you, you've asked that question to a prejudiced person, and I am prejudiced. I'm prejudiced towards text because I've seen what text can do in terms of uh, decision making in the corporation. So I think that, uh, and it's not popular to say that. There are not a lot of analysts out there saying uh, you should be looking at text. There's a, uh, that just is not something that's popular. But from a standpoint of business impact, uh, if I were a betting man, I'd bet on business impact. And if, if that's what you use as your guiding light, uh, then text is, is where it's at. Thanks for that information. Now tell me this. I heard you're leaving for Germany and you're hitting the road and you're speaking. Who, where, where are you speaking in Germany? Well, I'm going to a conference in Hanover, Germany, uh, and then after the conference, we're going to uh, Monet's house in Giverny, France. I know I didn't say that right. My French teacher told me to never try to pronounce French, and so uh, all of you French speakers out there, my apologies, but uh, uh, Giverny is, is where I would say it, uh, and Monet's house is, a, I've been there before, is a beautiful place. Uh, and then we're going to take a river cruise uh, from Paris to Bordeaux. And I probably will be having a glass of wine or two. I was going to say, way. I was going to say, some great wine and great food, too. Yes. Once again, I want to thank you for coming. But I think people may want to reach out to you and find you. Not that they don't have LinkedIn, but give them your contact information really quick. Surely. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me in Denver, Colorado. Uh, or you can look up Forest Rim Technology on the internet. Those are three easy ways to get over me. Thanks, Bill, and thanks for all you've done for us over the many years of, of deploying data projects. Many of us looked up to you, so thank you so much. Thank you, Julie. If you want more information on our podcast or other events at Great Data Minds, go to our website, and on the front page, you can add your email address, and also take a look around. There's some good information out there. Thanks again. Mm-hmm.